Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Patrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting, Nick, Steve. It's a cup of COVID. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you very much. I, Steve. I want to do a product endorsement on the on the science shed. We don't do it very often, but it's so. But it, there's a pun, and I do thought I the get, pun was so good. Do I'm I get to show you it, right? too? I hope so, right? So I I don't know about you, Nick, but I don't like buy, going to the shop and buying like household things very often, right? So I like to buy big things. Like I always buy like like kitchen roll in like loads of them, so I don't run out. Anyway, I ordered some tin foil off Amazon, right? And it came in this. I'm going to show Nick now. Right, we came in. We came in this. Steve's showing me what is looks like a sort of not that big actually blue. It looks like a large <laughs> toothpaste container. I would say exactly like right. Anyway, holding. it's a kind of catering, heavy duty aluminium foil uh, thing, right? And so the idea, you know, it's supposed to be for companies that are using it all the time. Anyway, extra heavy duty, 50 meters long. It had to have a little. It's got a little circle here. And I'm going to show. I'm going to hold it up to the camera so Nick can see it, right? And it had to have a little nickname. It had to have a little slogan to get people involved. What do you think they went for, Nick? I don't foil. know. You ready? You ready? Ready for this? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I can't read that, Steve. Oh no! It says <laughs> to protect, to serve, and protect. Oh, it's like Batman. It's like yeah. Batman tinfoil. <laughs> or think the police. To serve like the and police. Protect. It's this, really good, Steve. This must be some seriously cheap shit that you're showing here. <laughs> <laughs> How thin is that foil? I bet you that just it, it, no, it just sort of shatters, and then you get that tiny little spiraling effect that you end up with. The mammothly long tapering piece of tin foil that goes on for infinity. That's usually yeah. what I find in my drawer after my. Uh, I better not say that. <laughs> anyway, I liked it, so I thought I'd share it. Anyway, Nick, I wanted to talk to you um, about the, the the React One study that we've spoken about before. I like this study. I do oh, like. It's really it. good. I mean, you spoke about it last time, and I didn't. I just had to take your word for it. So normally, I just ignore you. But I went back in and looked it in. You're right. It is. Really, there's so much data in it. So, so today we're this week we're coming out of the second lockdown, um, and this is predominant. This is one of the most trusted um, studies, I suppose, at the moment as to uh, as to the kind of efficacy of it lockdown. Is number seven. We're in phase seven, exactly right. Phase yeah, seven. there's been a there's been a variety of phases in different time points, I, and I tell you why I particularly like it. Yeah. Because it's reliable because they've done the same thing every single time. So a lot of people get het up, especially your sceptic type people. They yeah. sort of say, oh, you know, we're testing. The reason that it's gone, we're seeing so much more is because we're testing so much more. And actually nothing's going on. And the good thing about React is that since the beginning, they've done it exactly the same way. So even if you think that the tests are not sensitive or specific enough, you, it's done in the same way, so you can see relatively whether things are going up or down. So it's actually a really good um, uh, indicator of what the state of play is with regards to how many people are carrying the infection. Yeah, exactly. And just to kind of remind people, we spoke about it before, but essentially they randomly pick people in the British population. Um, they, they send a letter um, to randomly selected people from a list of GP patients held by the NHS. Um, and then they ask them to self-administer a nose swab and they do that kind of standard um, PCR test. And then they just look at the, the uh, incidences of, um, of COVID. And then obviously they, they, they ask people a short um, uh, questionnaire to find out, you know, obviously they know roughly where they are and their age group. And they also ask them about their ethnicity and their socioeconomic background. 
um, and also their job and so they can compute to see if there's any you know if there are any uh, sub demographics of people that are you know more at risk um anyway we've we've come out of you know you know the, the probably the, the the most important graph in this uh, whole study um is is one that they they show us anyone can look this up this is publicly available it's come out today on the 30th of november um and when essentially they plot the r value which we've spoken about before um and, and this kind of period 6b they called it which is between october uh, October and November, you could see that the R was steadily um, rising, and this was this was the justification. This was this this data, amongst others, was one of the key bits of data that the government used to um, to instigate the second lockdown. Say, so, look, we need to act. And uh, the kind of the short the short answer is that it's worked. And now that the the you know that we've been in lockdown now for three and a bit weeks, um, and uh, and it's now coming down, and the R's dropped below one, whereas it was above one before. So, so, so for your lockdown skeptic friends, Nick, it seems like it's you know what the the actions that we've all been taking. You know have what been the working. problem with it. You know what the problem with it is. It's no, there's what? no control groups. He wouldn't know what happened if there wasn't if he hadn't done the lockdown. And they will argue that they were already. And actually, there's good evidence in some parts of the country that it was already coming down quite significantly. Ah, well, they, they, and that's they clear look at in that. the data. It's clear in the React data. It's you can see it, it. Yeah. So actually, they look at they they give you like a map of the UK, and then in this data, they'll show you the kind of relative prevalence uh, in the you know in uh, the periods this the period six and the period seven. So you can see kind of like how it varies. And in fact, in some regions of the UK. Um, London, for instance, it, um, it's kind of hasn't really changed that much. Um, in in areas of Kent, it's actually the the um, it, the uh, uh, the prevalence of COVID has gone up, and and uh, Isle of Wight as well. And that's really because it essentially was quite low there before. Um, and actually, the amount has gone up is very small. The vast majority, particularly areas in in um, in northwest England, so you know Manchester, Liverpool, places like that, um, massive decrease. So it's worked brilliantly there. Also in in Yorkshire in the northeast, or mainly in the north, it, um, it's been it's you've seen a huge decrease. The um, yeah, I mean, I think it, they also break down the data in terms of people's um, age. It seems as though the biggest prevalence is in people between eighteen to twenty four, and that seems to be um, and also uh, and generally in the northeast. And we kind of knew that anyway. Um, doesn't seem like there's any correlation, at least at the moment, with um, ethnicity and also, um, you know, the people's socioeconomic status, which is which is also good. Um, and uh, so it seems like that, you know, the, the R value they estimate is around 0.7 if you estimate under some conditions, and at 0.88 if you in the, if you estimate under others. So, so we we whereas before in this in the sixth period we were certainly above one and increasing. So it seems like the lockdown has worked, um, and hopefully it means we can go back. It's it's not returned back to the levels that we saw. Kind of back earlier in the year after the first wave certainly not um, we're still above that um, but it does look as though we're kind of heading in the right direction which means that the world might you know return to a bit of uh, to, to back to normal which is great well we stuck like this until february according to the man boris aren't we yeah no sure but i mean uh, sorry i'm just saying that what we're doing is working i mean uh, and you're right absolutely um so so matt matt hancock uh, everyone's uh, a sister's boyfriend who's got a car said um, that we we can't take our foot off the pedal just yet. And I think that's probably well summarised uh, exactly where, where we what what I think too after looking at these data. Even if it is your first car, <laughs> even if it is your first car.